You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number eight. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for moms who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds loss or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, online fitness coach, wife, and mom of four. Every week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and today we have a special guest. One of my former clients, Callie Gibbs, has agreed to come on the show and talk about her experience. I think it's really, really valuable for people to hear other people being successful. It really starts to make you think, oh my gosh, I can do that too. If she can do that, I can do that too. And so I was thrilled that Callie agreed to come on and talk about her experience going through my 12-week program, Ditch the Diet. And the thing that I thought was really fascinating that Callie really dives into is this idea of enjoying the process and having the experience be something that you enjoy. I think that is so important. And I think a lot of times people view weight loss and fat loss as this punishment and as this miserable period and something that you just have to get through. Callie really turns it on its head and really talks about one of the reasons that she was successful and that she's continuing to be successful is that she has learned to enjoy the process and not just be looking towards you know the finish line or the end goal or the end result. But if you can enjoy that process in getting to there, you're going to be so much more successful in the long run. Without further ado, let's dive into this interview with Callie Gibbs. I would like to welcome Callie Gibbs to the podcast. Hey, Callie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Amber. How are you? I'm doing really good. And I am really excited for people to hear your story. I think something that is really valuable is to hear like real people's stories, real people who are going through this process and to help people feel like, you know what, you're not alone. Other people have kind of walked this path before you and you can do it too. So I am really, really honored that you would agree to kind of come share your story with us. Yeah, I'm excited to share it. You know, I hope that at least one person can benefit from what I learned and have some success. So Perfect. Okay, so I just kind of want you to share a little bit about yourself, Callie. Just kind of like some generalities, like where you live, how many kids you have, you know, what you're kind of doing in life right now. Just kind of give us a little overview of you. My life, well, I have four kids. My oldest is nine. And then I have a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and a two-year-old. So my kids are all pretty young. We live uh, just outside of Portland, Oregon in a rural part of Oregon City. My days are full of poopy diapers and snotty noses and temper tantrums and just the the grind, the daily grind. Old mom stuff. Yeah. And really, you know, me kind of got lost somewhere along all of that, but you know, motherhood. I'm in the trenches of motherhood. Right in now. the trenches. That's that's absolutely there's true. not a lot. Yeah, there's not a lot of hobbies for me right now. Those have taken a back seat for now. My hobbies are my kids and raising them. So, yeah. So Callie joined our Ditch the Diet program, and I went through the 12 week program with us and was able to see some some really amazing results. But 
Kelly, I kind of want to touch on this idea, like you're a mom in the trenches and you don't have a whole lot of free time, right? Like what made you decide to like do this for yourself? Like what made you pull the trigger and say like, okay, now's the time I'm going to join this program and do this for me? Well, actually it started about six months before I actually joined Ditch the Diet. I had decided I was ready to, to lose some weight. I was getting I had my weight had kind of spiraled out of control for me. It was the most I'd ever weighed and I was the most unhappy with my body I'd ever been. I had, you know, I'd had two babies in two years and I was feeling like it was time to kind of refocus on my health and get my body back. I had discovered macros and I, and I counted kind of off and on, but I was really struggling with, you know, I had lots of questions about you know, was, should I do this or should I do that? And, you know, how long should I diet and when should I diet and how should I reverse and how should I handle these situations, you know, date night and social situations. And I, I had a ton of questions Mm -hmm. that I was really, you know, struggling with. And I had, and I thought I could do it. You know, I could do this. I can figure this out. You know, I'm a very confident person. I can do this. (laughs) Right. And and I did have some success. I lost about 20 pounds yeah, over awesome. that six month period, but I was just feeling like it was so painfully slow. My progress was so painfully slow mm-hmm. and, you know, I would lose some and then I would gain a little bit back because I stopped tracking and I would have a, cause I would have like a, a rough weekend and I would give up and then I would get back on the wagon again and find my resolve and start over and lose some more. And about, about, I don't know, six or eight weeks before I started Ditch the Diet, I was really consistent. Like I was completely nailing consistency, mm-hmm. but I was only losing about half a pound a week. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like that I should have more success for all the effort that I was putting in. And so that was when I decided I needed coaching. I needed accountability. I needed somebody to ask all of the billions of questions that were circling around in my mind. And was I doing this right and that right? And were my numbers right? And you know, am I working out too much or am I working out too little or, you know, all of those questions when you're new to macros or fitness or whatever. I can't remember even how I found, I think I found you on Instagram or something. I followed a few different macro people and the program, the, you know, the education part was really appealing to me. I wanted to know more about the ins and outs and not just somebody who I would report to and tell me what to do. I wanted to learn for myself, what am I supposed to do so that when I didn't want to pay for coaching anymore. I would have the tools that I needed to continue or keep moving forward without a coach. Yes. Yeah. I really come at coaching as as I want to work myself out of a job. Like I want to give you the tools and I want to set you free and let you like continue to live life. And I don't, I agree. I don't think somebody should have to have a coach necessarily for the rest of their life. And one thing that coaching does provide that you kind of hit on is the ability to not overthink things. When we're trying to coach ourselves, a lot of times, like you said, you have all these questions and you're wondering if you're doing it right and if this is right and if you need to tweak this. And when you can have a coach just tell you, do this, this, and this, and this, and then you just have to focus on the execution of it, it really simplifies the process a lot. So what do you kind of feel like was missing prior to Digital Diet? Was it like answers to questions? Was it that like confusion of what to do next? It sounds like you like were pretty consistent prior to it. So what was, what do you kind of feel like was the missing ingredient for you? So I was eating about the same amount of calories, but when I got my custom 
macro count from Ditch the Diet, it was like, for whatever reason, my body responded really well to those numbers. I just think that my macros were calculated incorrectly. I wasn't, I didn't know what to do or how to change them to make my body to respond. Mm -hmm. So that was like the biggest thing for me. Wasn't necessarily, you know, that I was eating fewer calories. I was just eating different macros. I was having way more success with that small tweak. Mm -hmm. And then I also sort of gave up my, my, I learned how to handle date night Mm. and going out to birthday parties and vacation. I didn't know how to like still achieve my goals. And what I learned through Ditch the Diet helped me to find a balance between being able to go and enjoy those situations, but still live my life and and have fun while I was doing that. Mm-hmm. And for you, what was that secret? What did that look like? Because I know everyone is listening and being like, she found the balance. What's the secret? <laughs> How did she find it? Like, what did I do do on those? What did you find was yeah, the balance that you were able to find for you? You know, and each situation was different. Some days or some date nights, it was really something special. And I wanted to go and I wanted to let go and eat and enjoy whatever I wanted. But other times, you know, I would go to have pizza with my family and my family would have pizza and I would have the salad bar and I might bring my own chicken breast and dressing or, Mm -hmm. you know, like whatever the situation was, it was a different, you know, I did go on vacation and I brought my food with me and then I went on a different vacation and I didn't bring my food with me, but I would loosely track. Mm -hmm. So I would at least get my protein in through my fitness pal or whatever. But I think that the point isn't necessarily that there is a magic secret. There is no secret, right? Bingo. It's like you have to find what works for you, Mm -hmm. whether that's, you know, macros or keto or whatever, Mm -hmm. you have to find what you can be happy doing. And I think that was the biggest mental shift for me was I didn't want to give up sugar and I didn't want to give up birthday parties. I didn't want to give up date night and I didn't want to give up those things because they make me happy and I enjoy them. I wanted to find something that I could have balance and moderation in all of those areas of my life. And what you're really talking about is this idea that we talk about in the program of like conscious intention. I like, I don't really care what you do at the birthday party or what you do on the vacation, but I want it to be conscious. I don't want it to just, I don't want life just to happen to you. I want you to go in and make a choice as an adult human being of like this birthday party is worth it to me to eat the cake and I'm going to eat it and I'm going to enjoy it and there's no guilt associated with it. Maybe another party, it's not worth it to you. But we really talk about owning choices and about making conscious choices. And that's kind of what I think you found, Kelly, is that you could, you know, every situation was a little bit different, but you could make that choice of like how you wanted to handle it. And when you come from that place of like recognizing that it's your choice, that's a really empowering place to be able to come from. I agree. One thing I will say, though, is I wasn't always thrilled with my choice. Yeah. but And you can reevaluate it and adjust. Right. But I always learned something about, you know, like each situation where I was successful or maybe not super successful in my choice. It was like I would have these like, oh, aha moments. And I would always learn something new about myself or how to handle uh, a future situation. And if and as you guys are listening, I want you to really start to think about what Kelly's saying because this is a big deal of understanding that everything you do is going to give you some sort of result. And sometimes you're going to be happy with the result and sometimes you're not going to be happy with the result. 
But if you can pull back from that emotion and detach yourself from the emotion surrounding it and really start to look at it like a detective, then you can say, okay, that situation didn't go so well. It doesn't mean anything about me or about my ability to succeed, but next time I'm going to do you know, something a little bit different. And when you can take that emotion out and really consciously make choices, you're going to get a little bit better over time. And that's, that's kind of what you saw, Kelly, was that you were able to really come at it from a like, what can I do better? And mm-hmm. making those adjustments over time. Less emotional, I think that yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like it, it got less emotional for me, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So I I recently took a poll of my audience and kind of was asking them what their biggest struggle was. And um, the biggest thing that people said, like over half of the respondents said that they know what to do, but they struggled with doing it consistently. So oftentimes they'll see another, you know, a program and they'll be like, oh, it's just another thing to like learn some more stuff. How is learning more going to like help me actually start to implement that? So for you, how was Ditch the Diet more than just like teaching you things, teaching you new things? How did it actually start help you to start to implement them with some consistency? I think the biggest change for me was I wouldn't, I I gave up perfection. Mm. So like if I didn't have a perfect day, right, you know, I didn't zero out all my macros Mm -hmm. or I was just really hungry and I know that my body needed more calories. Like I would just accept those situations for what they were was that my body was telling me I needed more and that I couldn't be perfect that day. Or, you know, my kid was sick or we started school and it was the first week of school and it was crazy. And maybe, you know, there was a few days where I just didn't even track at all but I was still, you know, in the program and I still had goals that I wanted to accomplish, but it, it's okay to not be perfect. I still had great results given that life was hard or things came up. You don't have to be perfect all the time, but that if you, you know, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you try again the next day. That's To me, that's consistency, not perfection, but just keep trying to keep moving forward, to keep doing it, just keep doing it. And, and the results will speak for themselves over time. And one more thing is, which was huge for me was to let go of six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever your period of time, you feel like you should accomplish X, Y, and Z. Let all of that go because it doesn't matter. You're making lifestyle changes. You're choosing to just let it all happen when it all happens and trust the process instead of obsessing over perfection day to day or meal to meal. We talk a lot about that all or nothing mentality and how that really starts to sabotage us. And I loved what you said about that consistency is just consistently getting back up. And I think for a lot of people, they hear this idea of consistency and they think they have to, like, if they're not being perfect and stringing a bunch of perfect days in a row, like, that's what consistency is in their mind. And I love that you kind of redefined that and said, no, consistency doesn't mean that you're, like, exactly on every single day, but it means that as soon as you fall off or as soon as you, you know, see yourself stepping off the path, that you just get right back on. And if you do that with consistency, that getting back on track with consistency, that's what's going to produce the results over time. One more so than that, like listening to your body and accepting when you need to eat more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with 
again, making a conscious choice and saying, I am hungry. My body is hungry. I'm going to choose to eat a little bit extra today. Yeah. I really struggled with that. Like there was days where I was like trying to, to, you know, meet my, hit my goals that I needed. I could tell my body needed more fuel that day for whatever reason. And I struggled with allowing myself to eat. Mm -hmm. And what helped, helped you make the like understand that like, you know, my body's hungry, like I'm going to decide to eat. What was that kind of, you know, trigger for you? I was weak and tired and kind of like, ugh, really dragging. And I would make sure I had enough water and that it wasn't that I was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the case sometimes, but other times I was genuinely just hungry and I would eat and I would feel better and it would prevent me from like losing it. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like hoarding all the food. If I would just allow myself the body, my my uh, body, allow myself to fuel my body mm-hmm. uh, with whatever I needed. Perfect. That was healthy and not cookies. Perfect. Yeah. 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 So how did you, you know, pulling the trigger to like join Ditch the Diet, it's a big decision and it's a big commitment. How did you kind of get over that fear of like knowing that you could do it, knowing that like signing up for this program that you are going to be successful? Because I have a lot of people who are like, yeah, I believe that you can teach me, Amber, and I believe that like you can coach people, but they like don't really believe in themselves and they have a hard time betting on themselves. So what was that like for you? How did you kind of get over that fear that like if you were going to put down the money and you were going to join this program that like you were going to do this? Well, I don't know if this is common for a lot of people who are get- getting on board with Ditch the Diet, but for me, I had been struggling for months to get to achieve my goals. And so I'd had some experience with weight loss and consistency and then failure. And then, and so for me, like I knew I could do it. I just needed some small guide. Yeah. I needed a little bit more guidance. You needed the roadmap. And yeah, I really needed just a little bit of help understanding the ins and outs and the whys of, you know, what was I, where were my, I couldn't pin down where I was going wrong, I guess, because I was counting macros and I was consistent. I just wasn't seeing enough of a result. And for my, for me, my, like my biggest hang up was getting my husband on board. I was terrified to even talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. Like this was a huge investment for my family and for my husband to, to, you know, it was a big sacrifice for us as a family to invest in that to invest in me, but I feel like that whole experience and all the education I learned and not just the weight loss, but the whole package, I, uh, gained so much more. Like I'm a totally different person. I'm still the same person, but I'm a better person. I'm a stronger person. I'm a healthier person. I'm, I'm happier with my body and the person that I am. And I can, I've learned so much about achieving goals and you know, that I can do way more than I thought I could do. And I feel like, um, I'm giving that back to my family in a different way with a better mom and a better, better wife to my family in exchange for that financial sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like just what everyone says. You have to like put on your own mask before you put on your kids and by investing in yourself, you're able to then invest more into them. And I hear that a lot right. from women who are able to like put themselves first for a time being 
then they're able to like continue to put their their family and their kids and pour more into them. And I, and mm-hmm. I really see that a lot with a lot of people. So let's talk a little bit about um, some of the results that you got over the 12 weeks. So, you know, in you kind of hit on this a little bit that, yeah, there is a lot of mental transformations. And it's something that we focus a lot on during the process is creating the person who is going to create the results that you're going to get. You also had some physical transformations as well. And uh, so can you kind of go over some of the physical transformations and then also some of the big mental leaps that you were able to make? So some funny physical transformation or victories, I guess I should say. I put on an old workout shirt and I came out wearing it and my daughter was like, "Uh, mom, are you wearing a daddy shirt? She was convinced that I had put on the wrong shirt and I needed to go change. And then my son, my older child, my nine-year-old was like, uh, what's wrong with mom? You, Cause she's shrinking. You know, he was worried about <laughs> me. Like what's wrong with her? So that was kind of a funny, uh, I did get into a dress that I hadn't worn in a long time. It was, I had been sitting in my closet actually with a tag on. I never even worn it. Uh, so that was fun. Physical transform, uh, physical victory for me. And there was a lot of like little things like that, where it was like this fit or that fit, or I could, you know, go buy a new bra and I could go buy new pants or whatever and have them fit. And I fit into sizes that I hadn't fit into in a long time. And over the 12 weeks, you lost 11 and a half pounds. Is that right? Yes. And 10 inches. So you had, you mm-hmm. did, you had some major physical changes that happened during the, the 12 weeks. What about some of the mental stuff? What are some of the big aha moments that you had? I think for me, like the biggest thing was that I learned that I had control. I didn't have to be overweight and uncomfortable anymore. That I didn't have to live in the gym and eat celery in order to lose weight and be happy with the way that I looked. I didn't have to go hungry. I didn't have to have it consume me or take over my life. And I, you know, it didn't have to be all consuming was really like my biggest takeaway. I think I didn't have to be a marathon runner or like go crazy. I could just eat moderate amounts of food and, and not be hungry and enjoy exercise. You know, that's a story that a lot of women have in their head that they say, I'm not going to do that because it's too hard or because it's going to require a ton of me or it's going to require me to be miserable. And as you keep telling yourself that story, like, yeah, you're not going to be successful in the long run. Um, but what you're saying is that in your experience, it wasn't, it wasn't painful and it wasn't miserable. And it wasn't like you had to cut out all the things that you enjoy. It, it was, it was doable and it was achievable. And it was something that was able to fit into your life rather than trying to fit your life into some, you know, new way that's going to be, uh, you know, give you progress down the road, but is going to be really challenging. Exactly. And I learned that I could move past my mistakes. I could let go of feeling super defeated and just get, you know, move forward, move on. I love it. So ditch the diet. It like you kind of talked about this a little bit, but it like it impacts a wide range of like who you are and, and who you're being. And so can you kind of just talk about some of the other aspects of your life that maybe um, were impacted by it? You know, you said you talked about being able to pour more into your children, but what about your, you know, what you feed your family, like how your husband um, responded and, you know, kind of some of the other ripple effects of 
of going through this process? I, I think maybe our situation is a little bit unique in that my husband is, has always been the, like super into fitness and he's for years, he's gotten up at the crack of dawn before the sun and gotten in his workout. He's, you know, runs marathons and all the things, right? But that has just never been me. I've just not that kind of person. I've never, I don't like to get up early. I do now, but I didn't like to get up early. It just was never really that appealing to me. And so he was, has always been super supportive of me, you know, enjoying fitness or, you know, cooking whatever meals I wanted to cook. And he was super excited about counting macros and he started counting macros and he lost 20 pounds. Nice. He lost more weight than I did, which is, you know, whatever. <laughs> then, right. Yes. That was, sort of, I think, sort of unique in that situation. My kids um, are still really young and they're kind of oblivious to like what, what I'm doing, I guess. And really for us, what we ate didn't change. None of that changed. And so maybe that's why my kids didn't really notice. I just would eat different amounts than they would eat. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have maybe less noodles or whatever. I'd have, you know, my sandwich without bread and wrapped in lettuce or whatever the case may be. I what if I wanted to make room for cookies and ice cream in my day, you know, I might have less of this or that at dinner or throughout the day to make so that I could still so that it wouldn't feel different so that my kids wouldn't feel like mom's on a diet. We're all on a diet. Right. You know, I didn't give up those foods. I just tr- tracked what I ate and made it feel more normal for us. So there wasn't a huge shift at home, I guess I should say. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about like after wrapping up ditch the diet and then making that transition you know, away from the program, away from coaching, away from the weekly accountability. What was that transition like for you and how have things changed since then? So after Ditch the Diet, we actually went on a cruise, which was probably not an ideal situation Yeah. Um, to go from like, I had reversed a few weeks prior to going on the cruise. And so I hadn't quite reached maintenance, but I was getting close. Mm -hmm. So I was eating more calories before we went. And I did gain a couple pounds because I, I knew we were going on vacation and I, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to go and completely eat anything and everything that I wanted and enjoy vacation and for it not to feel, I needed a mental physical break because I had not just been dieting through the diet, but I had been dieting for quite a bit of time prior to that as well. So I did gain a couple pounds on the cruise, but once we got back from the cruise, I, um, I still, I did work toward maintenance. I'm eating at maintenance right now. And one of the biggest things that I've discovered now that I'm past the dieting phase and kind of in this maintenance phase is there's a lot more, uh, room for error, I guess. Like it's way more relaxed. Like I'm not gaining weight, but I'm definitely not um, tracking perfectly. Like there's days where I don't track or there's days where I go over or there's days where I'm not perfect. I'm not gaining weight. Whereas like when I was cutting, I had to really kind of nail it really closely and be much better about it in, in order to see results, to see weight loss. 
but I'm really enjoying maintenance. I'm enjoying eating more food and I'm lifting weights and I'm seeing my muscles grow, which is really fun. And my body change in a different way. Um, and I think ultimately for me, it's just about progress overall. I mean, yes, I still have weight that I want to lose, but I am seeing a different kind of progress. I'm seeing my body grow actually rather than shrink, Mm -hmm. you know, my muscles are growing, but I mean, not like it, like Hulk rate or anything, but I am enjoying that new challenge and setting other different goals. Having done ditch the diet, I I've learned that there's no time limit. There's no, uh, just giving myself some permission to just enjoy the process. I'm I'm finding joy in it all. Whereas before I was really struggling with it. Not, it was not fun. I wasn't enjoying dieting. I wasn't enjoying exercise as much. And when I let go of all the perfection and, and seeking the result and just enjoying the process and the ride itself as a whole, it's just gotten so much better. So much more fun, I guess is the right way to say it. It's, it's way more fun and enjoyable. So I just, all of those things that for me, the videos and the education was the best part. I enjoyed the coaching and I enjoyed the accountability, but the video training was what I was really missing. I ha- have taken the most from. And I think you gave a lot of hope to people that the maintenance part is is really the fun part, right? So you go through this process of weight loss and you're in a deficit. And some people think, oh, this is really hard. Like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. And the whole point is that you don't have to, right? You make Mm -hmm. some sacrifices along the way, you see the weight loss happen, and then you get to maintenance. And yeah, like you said, it's not, you have so much more freedom, a little bit more like wiggle room and, and it, and it is a lot fun. And then you can really start to focus on other goals and you can focus on lifting, like you've kind of gotten into lifting and seeing the changes that happen in your body that way. But I think you hit the nail on the head when you talk about enjoying the process. And if you can really not just view this as like a start point and an end point, right? Like we had a 12 week program. Mm -hmm. You were in the program for 12 weeks. That doesn't mean at the end of the 12 weeks, you're done. And like you come out of the oven and you're baked. Like it's still, it's still a process. And if you can really start to find joy and fun in that process, that's when you're going to be able to be successful in the long term because it's not just something that you throw away after the 12 weeks. Right. Finding what you love yes. is the key to success with, with fitness for me. A freaking men for you and for yeah. so many other people. Okay. So last thing I want to ask you is I kind of want you to do a fill in the blank for me. So I want you to, okay. to say before you joined the program, you felt blank now you feel blank and moving forward, you want to blank. So before I felt powerless, I felt like I didn't have control. I would diet and not see results and not understand why. Cause I felt like I was doing all the, all the right things and I was frustrated. I felt powerless and I was frustrated. Now I feel like I have control. I feel like I decide. In fact, when I wake up at five o'clock in the morning, I tell my body, I decide it's time to get up instead of let my body tell me I'm tired. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I tell my body it's time and I get up and I do the things that make me happy. So moving forward, 
I plan to be a lot more patient. I, I really, I really was pushing myself really hard for a while and it w- was kind of making me miserable. And like we talked about before, I've learned that joy in the whole process is so much better than, you know, achieving X, Y, and Z goals, physique, whether, you know, whether it be physique or whatever, but just enjoying the process and um, being patient with it all and trusting that I've seen progress in the past through counting macros and exercise. And, and it is what it is like that. But the body doesn't know the difference between eating ice cream at 9 p.m. and two in the afternoon. Like it's still calories in, calories out and just trusting and not overthinking it. Right. I think we just tend to overthink and obsess and because we want progress so badly, you know, we want to change so badly that sometimes we get impatient. One of my favorite quotes is actually, we overestimate what we can do in a short amount of time and underestimate what we can do in a long period of time. And that was like huge aha for me. I was like, Oh, so I've accepted that long period of time and going forward, I'm just going to be patient with the long period of time. If it takes me a year or two years or 10, whatever, as long as I'm enjoying the entire process, it really doesn't matter how long it takes. A freaking man, I want to give you like a standing ovation. <laughs> that is that is perfect. And that really kind of sums up everything that that I want people to know and that I want people to really start to internalize who are who are maybe at that point that you were at where they're feeling frustrated and they're feeling like they're putting in the effort and they're not getting the results that they want. It is possible to get those results. Your body is not broken and you definitely can get those results that you want and move to that place where just like like Callie, you feel in control and you feel empowered in your life. And that's one of the things that I love seeing the transformation in women, women coming to me who feeling like, They don't really understand what's going on. They're feeling powerless, kind of like you said, and then they leave the program and they feel empowered to be able to affect change in their life, whatever that change may be. And I find that that really bleeds into many areas of your life. We're talking specifically about fitness, but that feeling of empowerment allows you to feel like, you know what? I want to be a better mom. I can do that. I want to be a better wife. Like I know how to set goals and accomplish that to be able to do whatever it is that I want to do in life. So thank you so much, Callie. I think you shared some really, really important things that people are going to be able to take away and, and really see that, you know what, like she's just like me. She's at the point that I was at and look how she was able to make a change. And hopefully as you're listening, that helps to make you feel like, you know what, if she can do it, I can do it too. So I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That was fun. It's good to talk to you. Hold up, sister friend. Do you love Biceps After Babies Radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps.